0: back! back
1: It is episode five of the People People. Um, When I have little friends that turn five, I say, you're a whole hand. So guys, we're a whole hand. We have five episodes that are out. Um, It's been fun. We'll continue the fun. We Over the last two weeks, we have spoken about elements of a strong community. Um, What does it mean? What What are some characteristics of that? Uh, and so we have spoken about a strong community being committed, I think, which is really, really valuable and really helpful. Um, hopefully you remember that last week we talked about memory making. So that was good. Mm-hmm. We had some fun stories um, of community in there. Yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. You all kind of doubted me a little bit when I brought it up <laughs> and then... You
0: know, you were right, yeah. there's no doubt. But
1: now I have fond memories of the memory making podcast. So. Right. Mm. Yeah. So here we are. Spot on. Um, and then today we're going to be talking about intentionality within community. Um, I think intentionality is super important and it can go a whole bunch of different ways. I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, but yeah, we'd just love to hear from you guys. What's the first thing you think of when you think of an intentional community? We're all nodding thoughtfully, but then I realised that no one yeah. at home can see that.
0: <laughs> that's right. Uh, I I guess um it's linked to being committed community in a way, that is if you're committed mm-hmm. to people you're thinking through how to love them and how to connect. So that implies a certain intentionality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's an initial thought. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think intentionality brings with it the idea that there's a direction to what you're doing.
0: Oh, that yeah. there's, there's a
2: good and a bad result for your community, that you're, you're not just turning up, you're turning up for a purpose. Mm-hmm. I thought, so you're intentional towards something. Yep. Yeah, good thought.
1: Yeah. Something that I think we brought up sometime in the last couple of weeks was the idea of um, being known within community and that being a really valuable element. And I think that that partners really helpfully with intentionality, um, mm. thinking through mm. ways that we love one another. Um, the more we know someone, the more intentional we can be in the way that we love them, um, in the care that we are able to give them. Um, so having like thinking through these first thoughts of intentionality, um, can you guys think of examples either within the gospel community, which is what we call small groups here at Sydney Hill, um, or just within friendships that you've seen really intentional um, care given uh, and like the way that intentionality has played out within the people that you do life alongside.
0: I think you've seen it um, in... When you try and... uh, When somebody's uh, in difficulty and trying to help them as a group, uh, there's a, a simple kind of version of intentionality where you you need to organise something to help them, um, mm-hmm. particularly even more so in this season. That the um, so there's intentionality there. There's a there's the response to somebody's need and how together mm. um, you you might actually meet that need or comfort that person or or show care towards it, which necessarily requires it can't all just can't always happen. Spontaneously, mm-hmm. you need to 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 pull your resources to care for each other involves some intentionality and planning. I guess that's just a very basic level that, that I've seen. You mm. know, I'm so just thinking about mm. you know, groups have been <clears throat> that have been part of being very intentional when there's a, a need by some of the members mm. that needs responding to. You know, you need to set up yeah. a WhatsApp group to organise payment mm. for a
2: gift or, um, mm. uh, or whatever it might be. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah and i i think uh as well as the kind of reacting to one another's needs intentionally and being around there's any kind of rhythm you have in a community is Mm. something you do intentionally so if Mm. you take time at the start of a gathering to ask how everyone's going that's an intentional moment if you take time to pray there's intentionality there if you do a bible study each week all of these things are rhythms um whether you do them consciously or not they're rhythms designed to build intentionality into your group so if intentionality has something to do with the purpose um, behind your meeting then the things you do every time that's what you're intent that's how you're intentionally doing that so I I think um, part of the battle with intentionality or one of the things to be mindful of is you want to be intentional about your rhythms Mm. you want to not accidentally do the same thing again and again and again if that's the wrong thing but if mm. it's the right thing, then absolutely pray every time to me read. read the Bible, whatever your purpose is as a community. Um, I think the regularity is a huge part of that.
0: And probably part of that is communicating well why those rhythms help purpose, isn't it? When in yeah. a group, somehow yeah. that discussion, they're not things we keep repeating. Somebody knows why we're doing them, but not everybody does, but for people to join in with those rhythms, uh, some shared understanding of uh, why it is. For example, we mm. we always, at least some point in the group, read a bit of the Bible together. Uh, there might be yeah. other focuses for each week, but at some point we check in with the Word, mm. just as an example, mm. um, to have that shared mm. understanding, yeah. this is why we're doing what we're doing. Mm. Uh, mm. It helps us all
2: be on board with those rhythms. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: And something that keeps coming up in our discussions is everyone wants good community, yeah. but no one agrees beforehand on what that involves. Mm-hmm. And so this is really where the rubber hits the road for that question. Yeah. is Are we going to be a Bible reading community? Yeah. Are we going to be a praying community? These kind of questions, yeah. that, that's, that's where you discuss what a good community is mm-hmm. and we you decide together what we're going to try and do. If it's just we want, we want people to have friends, that's a fine purpose for a community but that frees you up to do some things and not others. If it's, we want to grow in our biblical literacy, then that'll shape the rhythms you have. Uh, but everyone needs to agree on good community, or, um, the, the reason for the community they're in mm-hmm. um, and to have some sense of that. Yeah, yeah good point.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. it sets expectations in within the group, which is always, right. like expectations are always helpful Like, no matter what, like, whether the community is you and your bestie or you and 50 people who are at a conference. Like, there's if there's expectations there, then you can actually move forward in your intention, move forward in your purpose. Um, But I think the thing with expectations and probably intentionality within community is that it isn't always easy. You know, like, you can go to the easy side of intentionality of, like, of intentional love and how that's really great but if it's if the intention is hey we want to look more like Jesus and we want to reflect him more that's going to come with encouragement of when we see one another do that well and then there's also going to be some truth telling which might also be hard and so there's there's a cost within an intentional community especially one that's centered on let's look more like Jesus And let's know him more and move forward in that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and I think I've talked a lot. So this will be my last time before others can talk (laughs) extensively. But uh, it's it's worth separating intentional community from ideal community. Yes. Because if things aren't going the way you want them to go, you can say, oh, we're not intentional enough. And and I think that's dangerous Mm -hmm. because even intentional communities will be messy. Yeah, right? You could have good rhythms and things don't go the way you think they should go. And so there's this this real acknowledgement up front that we want to be intentional, these are the things we want to be about, and some days that'll work, some days that won't. And that just frees you up to kind of give each other grace a little more. But but also it'll mean you're more intentional about loving the people who are in the room where they're at rather than doing what you think everyone should be doing based on some sort of unreal idealistic picture of community mm. so um i like i come back to that bonhoeffer quote which i just got smashed with this week again mm. but but he says those who love their dream of a christian community more than they love the christian community itself become destroyers of that christian community mm. even though their personal Ooh. intentions may be ever so honest earnest and sacrificial so mm. uh I got smashed by that Mm. because at the moment, our church is not meeting on Sundays physically. We're meeting digitally. And I'm finding that frustrating. Mm -hmm. Right, My ideal community of church is everyone gathered in a big room on Sunday, singing loud. And this reminded me, Hmm. if I'm working towards that and not working towards the actual community God has given us to serve, that's an issue. Because I'm not serving the people in front of me where they're at. I'm serving some sort of unrealistic ideal that doesn't exist at this point. Mm. And and I think I can be intentional with the people I have now, even if that doesn't mm. look like yeah. the ideal I've got at the end of the day. So that's been a, that's been a wrestle for me in kind of coronavirus season a little bit. Mm. But but I think it's often a wrestle as we talk about intentional communities. Um, that they could be intentional, they'll still be frustrating. And that's normal. That's okay. Kind of, uh, I incidentally, Bonhoeffer, I think,
0: very provocatively, in a similar, in the same passage, says God hates revolutionary dreamers. Making the same point, uh, mm. which is an overstatement, of course. But um, it, it, it was very uh, similar for me, Dave. I, as I, when I read that, it sort of pulled me up short, saying, "Oh, okay, this is something to think about." I guess it mm. speaks mm. that all that speaks to being flexible about our rhythms Um, and and somehow I know in in groups I've been in the past um, you know you you want in a group ideally for it to be a group that points people to Jesus and helps people be disciples you need to listen to God, spend some time in the word you need to pray for each other you need to connect Um, and uh, I just find uh, say with an hour and a half's group you don't always have time to do all those so a bit of Flexibility, okay, this week we'll focus on one particular part of our rhythm that leads to that purpose. Maybe the next week we'll make sure we uh, get to that other part. I often find you're playing off you know, good rhythms and um, habits, I guess, that you set up to achieve your purpose. Uh, and it's similar to do with the messiness of real people. Sometimes um, it's, it's hard for them all to happen, say, at the same gathering. Uh, Mm. but over time to make sure they're all happening. Uh, So a bit of Mm. flexibility with our patterns helps, but Mm. still being crystal clear as to what we're about and how the ones that we do have um, Mm. help us move towards that purpose. Um,
2: Mm. Yeah. mm. It's like a healthy diet, right? You don't eat all the food groups every meal, but (laughs) (laughs) at some point you need to eat iron. Yeah. That that (laughs) needs to be included (laughs) (laughs) along the road. Yeah. That's a good (laughs) analogy. (laughs) That's good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, I. I want to press in a little bit more, um, Chiz. You were talking about the ideal versus the current, like where we are now, where we maybe want to be, but recognizing like we don't know when that is, or even if that is, like like we just have no idea. And so, how do you see, or like Brick or Graham, like how do we see? Intentionality play out here and now when we actually are. Like it's harder to deepen relationships at the moment, and so yeah. and it's harder to see and care well for people when we actually can't see people. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then on the on the flip, it's it's also I'm I'm finding it harder to be there and be accountable with friends who ask me to be accountable for them in certain ways because I'm not actually there and seeing it. Yeah,
0: and so yeah.
1: our, our, our need for honesty within community is higher at the moment, but it's also just harder because yeah. relationships aren't growing as like at the same rate. You're not seeing people over yeah. and over and over again. And so I'd, I'd really like for us, yeah, just to kind of press into that a little bit more. Um, the ideal is great. <laughs> But the current, like the real, is is more valuable um, yeah, right yeah. now here for us. So yeah, just would love to hear what you guys think in that space.
0: It's yeah. interesting you raised that, Em, because I, I was just praying with somebody this morning exactly around that. You know, the, yeah. the sense is there's more need in this time, but our worlds are smaller. So how do you do it? How do you care for people well? Is harder. Um, A lot of grief in that for me, I think. Mm. that. that's um, but it's good to to talk about, it's good to put your finger on and think, Oh, okay, so what do we do in this season? We still got to love people, yeah. I just
1: don't know. I I think it's like as you're chatting at him, I'm like, It's a great question,
2: yeah.
1: It's so hard, Mm. it's and and finding that balance at the moment between giving ourselves permission to have a lesser capacity to maybe not quite be hmm. as on it hmm. as, and as yep. intentional and as good of friends and community as we would normally be because it's hard, like in that we're all just um, but finding that balance but still wanting to do it, um, is that like I'm just aware that people have a little less in them right
2: now. Um but this is important, and it should be a priority um yeah it's just I genuinely like i i don't know <laughs>
0: yeah we found ourselves praying for because um, we had a similar thing i'm not sure where we where we go, but um we were praying for creativity, i think um an eye and discernment for opportunity uh, mm. that um you know. God's help is always a good place to start. <laughs> these, but just that, it, it just, it requires a new way of approaching things, I think. Um, mm-hmm. That's what mm. we were praying in it, just creativity mm. and mm. discernment and the ability to notice opportunities in a, what is a different season. Yeah. It? It's, it's not a, they're not specific answers, but mm. uh, I know what I'm
2: praying, I guess, uh, mm. in that yeah. season. And, and I think, prayer is probably the best answer we have as Christians yeah. mm-hmm. to that question, is we don't know. So together, let's tell God we don't know mm-hmm. and ask if he'll help. That, that at least seems like a helpful first step. And so I, I know um, the prayer food group of my diet has increased dramatically <laughs> yeah. over the yeah. last, you know, months of lockdown in my relationships with others in the groups i'm a part of the the teams i work alongside um so much more often we get to the end of a discussion say i don't know <laughs> but let's pray yeah mm-hmm. and and i've found that maybe that's a more helpful thing than what i normally do which is a really clever solution mm-hmm. that um seems neat at the time <laughs> and, and inevitably ends up being more messy than everyone intended yeah uh, but to pray first mm-hmm. um, is a great place to start, and I think the, the one of the other reasons prayer works so well is it it's aligned, I hope, with whatever the purpose for your community is as a Christian community. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be something about growth, probably, and so uh, it's the the thing about Christian communities is usually the purpose they exist for is not something that's humanly possible. Mm-hmm. God needs to do the work of Christian community. And yeah. it's very hard. Our hope is not in our ability as Bible teachers or uh, good explainers or pastoral carers or great friends. Our hope is in God to mm. be changing us and transforming us. Mm-hmm. And so um, prayer just makes even more sense mm. as a cornerstone of our Christian communities, whether that's like a small group Bible study or even just a friendship with another Christian. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, I think prayer prayer hasn't changed, Mm. right? (laughs) It it hasn't changed in coronavirus. (laughs) I think we've woken up to it in my circles a little better. Mm. And that's been a real gift of God. Yeah. Maybe... um Maybe part of what God
0: teaches is uh, a, a, a rediscovery and a deeper confidence in what used to be quaintly called intercessory prayer, where you mm. ask God for things from us. Mm. Just um, mm. somehow or maybe in our systems we think that, yeah, we say we pray, but we deep down we think that doesn't really count as caring for people. That's That's what we're okay. supposed to say <laughs> rather than actually believing Actually, I pray for somebody that I can't meet at the moment or I can't yeah. see, but I know they have a need. That actually counts. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's doing the work of um, growing disciples, you know, of, of fulfilling our purpose yeah. as Christ's people. And mm-hmm. it, it, it may be quite a lovely discovery. Uh, when we come out the other end of just how many specific prayers have been answered in the season, you know, mm. the, the, the crying out prayers that we've had for people in need. Mm-hmm. And just totally. getting to the other side and really, oh, okay, yeah. that prayer made that difference. Yeah. How cool was yeah. that? How cool was that? Um, I, th- I, I, I think um, maybe that's what we, part of what we need to rediscover. I'm sure there yeah. are other creative ways to care for people. Honestly. That's yeah. a really helpful thought isn't it A place mm. of prayer
2: i found i found a great quote recently that'll make me sound like i read more church history than i do <laughs> <laughs> you've
1: Here already mentioned is. bonhoeffer so yeah, wow. i'm already impressed
2: um, we're waiting for lewis i'm about to go CSS, too, too. Yeah. h richard niebuhr mm. oh, yes. once said the great christian revolutions the great christian revolutions come not by the discovery of something that was not known before they happen when someone takes radically something that was always there. I think in our talk about prayer, uh, mm, certainly kind of in my circles, things. maybe this is not true. Yeah. yeah, we're rediscovering something that was always there. Hmm. Prayer hasn't changed. God hasn't changed. I've changed, and kind of noticed this gift that I've had all along as a Christian, mm. um, which gives a direction to whatever community I'm in, and. And it gives an intentionality to my relationships, that w- whatever the mess is, I can turn them in a Godward direction somehow, yeah. and take take the mess to Him. It's a good day. Yeah, so true.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I love I love that quote. Sorry, I'm just kind of sitting here pondering it because it's yeah. it it kind of hits you in a different way than the Bonhoeffer one. <laughs> like, as in, like they both kind of smack me around a little bit of like, hey, Emily, like kind of check yourself a little bit. But like thinking of that specifically through prayer, like I, I, have, always, I have always struggled to be intentional with my prayer life. Like it has never been something that has been completely thriving for me. Um, I don't know why. It Like it goes through seasons. But I've noticed over these last couple of months, there are rarely phone calls or trips with someone where someone hasn't been like, we should really pray about that. And God's really used that in his kindness to wake up my own personal need of, yeah, we really need to pray about this and not say we need to pray about it and then not, but then sitting there and taking that time. <laughs> to actually sit and do that. And the night before North Melbourne went into lockdown, I I had about five hours to like do something. <laughs> I don't know what, like, it was just, it was like, I had this thought, do I fly to Sydney? There's a flight in three hours. Like, you know, I wish Brit's, you did. Brit's parents said I could be there yeah. and that's fine. And so like, I genuinely looked at it and I was like, no, Emily, like you don't get to run away here. Um, <laughs> And so I didn't. But then what it was, what it became was this trip to the beach with um, Lauren Hesp, um, a good friend of mine. And we sat there and we were chatting and it was really helpful. And then she was just like, Emily, what are you actually feeling in this moment? And we were talking and then she's like, we need to pray about this. Like we need to sit here and pray. And I was just like, yeah, we do. Because you can't fix the fact that I'm going into lockdown and you're not. Like, you can't fix the fact that I'm super grumpy, that my neighbourhood is locking down and yours is not. Um, And I was so... Mm. I was, like, deeply touched by her care in that moment, Mm. but Mm. it took a real intentional moment for her to be like, hey, Emily, this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to love one another well. Um, And I think that for us, we can do that Um, for one another. We can intentionally point each other to prayer as that gift that we've always had um, that maybe we haven't been tapping into well. (laughs) You know, maybe we, we haven't done that properly. And so... I think that kind of, I think like part of me feels like we've kind of just answered the question that we just asked of how do we do all of this? How do we care well in these seasons and be intentional with what we have when we just have no idea what the other person is, you know, doing in that moment or how we can be accountable for them? But if I'm holding Brit accountable for something because that's what she's asked me to do but i don't get to see her in every moment the 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 best way that i can love her is to pray for her
2: mm. yeah um and i think absolutely
1: it just is going to require greater honesty from everyone in this season mm. um mm. which you know i think we're seeing that i think we're seeing people's honesty thrive in these moments mm. um like being honest with how they're really feeling, um, and how we respond to that, I think is a little. It is on us, you know. Like our, our response has always been our responsibility, mm. um, our reaction. Um, so I think I think that's been a really helpful conversation that we've been able to just have. I think that's been, um, it's been eye opening for me. It's it's been helpful for me in thinking through. What does this next season look like? Because we just we just we don't know. But there are intentional steps that we can take as people who love Jesus um, and as people who love one another. Um, to end us up, to wrap us up though, Dave. About an hour ago, you said, Emily, I've got some stats, and I want to <laughs> share them. And I, I just don't want you to lose the opportunity.
2: Yeah, stats, man. To
1: share these stats.
2: I was pretty intentional about this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I've had church history, I've had quotes. Yeah. yeah. Very Here come some stats. Yeah. Now we need some stats. Yeah. In 2019, LifeWay research found that seventy-eight <laughs> percent of churchgoers developed significant relationships with other people at church. But less than half churchgoers agree with the statement I intentionally spend time with other believers to help them grow in their faith. Huh so if we were to draw a narrative out of that one quarter of people at church don't Mm -hmm. really know anyone another quarter of people know people at church and have no direction to that relationship and then about half of our churches are trying to move one another towards something God would so Mm -hmm. I think uh Stat, stats don't tell the whole story, and yeah. I'm sure um, no one means ill in those statistics. But it'd be worth asking, I reckon, um, how would I answer the question, uh, I do you intentionally spend time with other people mm. to help them grow their faith? Because I feel like that's probably the purpose of most of our Christian communities, right? My, my old baseball club, they are having an existential crisis right now (laughs) because baseball's off. And so the thing they exist for, Mm. they can't do. Mm. And they don't know if they should keep chatting on Facebook. They don't know if they should keep gathering somehow or if they just give it up and wait till next season. But Christian communities can keep carrying on Mm. and doing the stuff we exist for. So I'm reminded of Hebrews 10. Um, we, We have that great verse that comes out all the time, do not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Mm. But, but the context for that verse is really important. The reason we meet together is for a purpose. The beginning of that verse says, "...let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, mm. but encouraging one another." Mm. So you don't just meet to meet. As Christians, we meet to spur one another on towards love and good deeds. And so I think it's worth asking how many of your relationships at church or in your Christian circles mm. exist for a purpose like that? Mm. Because the stats tell us probably only half of them do. Mm. And so it's worth thinking about whether you can sprinkle them with prayer if, there's, uh, if, if your relationships are spiritually anemic somehow and need a better diet, um, whatever it means for you. I, I think it's a... A confronting question, particularly now that relationships are hard, mm. um, but also we've got some incredible resources like the gift of prayer mm-hmm. uh, to help our relationships be more intentional. And and we do that knowing God's the one who makes Christian community work, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the purpose of encouraging one another is not something that's within our power, that's something God does through His people. Mm-hmm. Mm, and we kind of turn up and have a have a crack.
1: Mm. Mm, that's good i think that's a good place to land um this has been encouraging this has been good for my soul and i didn't anticipate it going to prayer but i love that it did um and i like i love that that's i love that that's where it's landed because what better way to intentionally care for someone than to lift up before the lord like Mm -hmm. there just is no better way um And so we don't, we don't give out homework at the end of podcasts because podcasts <laughs> are for fun. However, whoever's listening, <laughs> go intentionally love someone today, you know, and if that means calling them and praying for them on, while you're on your walk, that you're listening to this right now, do that. Um, no one's going to say no to a phone call of prayer. Um, yeah. And I think that that's a great way so that we true. can love one another in the moment. So until next week, friends, keep trusting Jesus and wash your hands. We'll see you later.
0: See you. Bye.